0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You know, Chadville, I know from doing this show
1: now with you for the past, what I think, eight years, how much you love music. When we talk music, the response is overwhelming. It shows how much music connects us, it moves us, it lifts us up, it gets us through. And I think that's more important than ever given the pandemic that we are living through and, and the mental health challenges associated with it. It's something our favorite doctor tackled in his latest blog post. Dr. Peter Brindley is a critical care physician. He works at the ICU at the University of Alberta. He joins us this afternoon. Hey, Dr. Brindley.
0: Hi, Jaylin. Favorite doctor. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Oh, come on. (laughs) You're the only one that comes on my show on a regular basis, so I'm going to say favorite.
0: Favorite (laughs) favorite of one, fair enough.
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, just a couple of things before I want to get into this the music side of this, because I thought it was really fascinating um, uh, writing that you did, but I'm wondering how things are in the hospital right now. We know that the overall numbers are are going down province-wide as far as new cases. We see that the numbers in the hospital seeming to remain fairly steady coming down a bit but how are things uh, in your world right now
0: Uh, you've summarized it very nicely Uh, I I mean the numbers are still a record high compared to prior years but they are better than they were Uh, our number that transmittability index that everybody talks about is below one and that's encouraging because it should mean it stays down so yeah it's not bad it's a calm after a heck of a storm over the Christmas New Year's period
1: yeah, and I think we were so worried about what was going to happen over uh, Christmas and, and New Year's, and it was nice to see that um, the numbers didn't skyrocket, so we need to keep uh, moving forward. Listen, I wanted to delve into this with you um, about this uh, this latest uh, article that you wrote, COVID Isolation Discs, How Music Can Help Our Well-Being. What was it that, that made you, well, I'm guessing it was a really good piece of music, silly girl, um, but <laughs> what was it that that made you want to, you know, to, to write about this and get your thoughts on paper about this?
0: Well, oh, I love music. I always have done. I've always found comfort in it. Uh, when there aren't sufficient words, music does the job for me. There is a radio show from the UK, which is where I was born and raised, which is a bit of an institution, and it's known as Desert Island Discs, and they bring the good and the great on and they they argue that uh, if you were hypothetically isolated on an island what eight pieces of music would you take with you to sustain you and they use that to define people and to, to tell their life story and to sort of get to the nub of who they are and and it's an absolute institution i adore the radio show myself and let's be honest we've all been isolated on our little six foot islands with uh-huh. uh, with the restrictions i've been so my and I increasingly, especially over Christmas and New Year, found myself coming home and slapping my headphones on and 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 collapsing into a chair for half an hour before I faced home life. So <laughs> I just figured, why should we wait for the BBC to ask what our eight discs are? Let's share them. So I put out a challenge to fellow healthcare workers and the public: What are the eight discs that are going to get you through?
1: Mm hmm. And uh, on your list, uh, number one, ELO, Mr. Blue Sky. Number two, The Cult, She Sells Sanctuary. Hello. Um, <laughs> and then number three, Haley. I, I've never heard of that one.
0: Western Raw. Okay. You've got to have a little bit of uh, classical music in there. <laughs>
1: of course number four Sarah McLaughlin River number five Trooper. we're here for a good time number yeah. six uh, David Gray say hello wave goodbye uh, Nicola Benedetti, the Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond and uh, I always mess up her last name Edith Path whatever yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and one of her her albums and I think it was an it, it's an interesting list and when you have to sit down and put that together and go huh all right what would be on your list but I'm, I'm curious to know Peter, um did did you study at all when when you were in medical school did you did you study at all the effects of of music on on patients on pain on healing on reducing blood pressure anything like that
0: i was worried the question was going to be when you were at medical school peter did you study at all and the answer (laughs) would be well you know i tried to but there were so many distractions uh no and what a darn shame it is time to In the silence and you know, one of the fascinating things I found out since studying this topic is the U of A has a a Musicology section and a a sound lab that I've now been in touch with Um, I've often asked Families or patients what piece of music would help get them through this experience and equally We've had families give us tapes that got them through, including the music that energized them during the long rehab after ICU. Mm -hmm. So it's a topic that was never taught, but uh, there's growing literature that it makes a difference, that and common sense.
1: Do we need to be paying more attention to it? Do we, does this need to become a, a part of of the of the healing uh, of the of the care when when someone is in hospital and and, and maybe recovering or even dying?
0: Well, uh, almost especially dying to be quite honest. Um, I, I think so. Now, you know, how do you study it? How much time do you devote to it? Uh, doctors still need to learn how to treat chest pain and heart attacks, not, you know, how to uh, to pick the right piece of music for a patient. So I'm not getting too carried away with this. But in terms of giving people comfort, in terms of addressing the patient's needs, you know, I've always made it part of the teams that I'm on where I've said to the junior doctors, right, by the end of today, I want to know one interesting thing about this patient, one thing that sustains them. And one thing that annoys them, and we'll make sure we do the thing that sustains them, and we'll avoid the thing that annoys them. And we we used to fill out forms called "All About Me" about our patients that would say, you know, who's your hockey team? Oilers, obviously. I know you and I are the pregame show right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what piece of music do you like? What do you like to be called? What do you hate to be called? And I, I think it's just more of that holistic sense of patients are people when we should never process them we should care for them as individuals and this is a way to make people stand out as individuals even when they're hooked up to machines and away from all the things that normally sustain them so i just think it's another way of personalizing the experience sorry
1: Dr. Peter Brinley, joining me this afternoon. Peter, I have to tell you, um, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, my husband and I were in Mexico and we were in a, in a pool and there was an older gentleman across from me and I and I watched him. What he he looked like he was playing piano on top of the water, right, with his fingers. And so the two of us got talking, me and this fellow. And actually, he was a classical guitarist and he was he was uh, practicing uh, a song that he was learning. And I ended up having him on my show in the months afterwards along with another classical guitarist and I can't for the life of me remember the name of the program but it is based out of New York if I remember correctly and it is all about bringing music into the hospitals and and, and playing for people at end of life and and in, in recovery and it was just absolutely fascinating and and you touched on you know a couple of times when you've seen musicians you playing in the hospital Hospital. can you can you tell us about that experience
0: oh well I mean first of all the acoustics in a hospital room are amazing but um, <laughs> I've forgotten her name a, a fiddler from Nova Scotia came to our burn unit and played for patients one time put a yellow gown on came into the room had a mask on and played the fiddle and there wasn't a dry eye in the house and there were two <laughs> patients in the room one was comatose and one was not and I'm pretty sure both were crying um, and yeah. It's, it's, it's just a beautiful experience and, and something we should capture. Um, that's, and, and, you know, what, there's data coming out for patients with dementia because these are some of the last memories you lose of the pieces of music. You know, there's a reason why it's easier for you and I to remember song lyrics than memorize poems or long, mm-hmm. long instructions, for example. The patients with Parkinson's, if you can get them dancing, it unthaws yes. them. Uh, people with autism, they can connect more through music, um, and on and on and on. So it's, it's absolutely untapped in every sense of the word. And, and it's not going to replace pills and potions and machines and all no. of those things you need, but it could absolutely supplement them. And as I say, just make people more human and caregivers more human.
1: Did you see that video recently? It was an Alzheimer's patient, former ballerina, and they put on the piece of music that she used to perform to, and I just i get all teary just thinking about it. And it, immediately her arms started going, and she was doing the ballet moves with her arms, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I just, yeah, I think uh, when we talk about the power of music and, and, and the way things work in our brain and, and, and how... It, it does have a, a way to heal in a different way maybe it's just a soothing balm it's it's not you know it's not a it's not a needle that's going to you know keep you from getting sick but i i think that that is so very important and i and i'm, I'm hopeful that we see more and more of that in in the in a hospital in, in in a care setting
0: i really do well i think you're absolutely right i've been fascinated by language for years mm-hmm. language conveys meaning music is one of those ways that you convey emotion and there aren't many things that will make you remember, make you emote, make you move simultaneously. And music's one of those things. So the deeper I read about it, the more amazed and comforted and teary eyed I was. It's just, just another thing to help us get through COVID.
1: I uh, yeah, absolutely have to tell you that I interviewed the sound engineer for Prince a couple Ooh. of months back she was just an amazing uh, amazing woman but she also studies music and I didn't realize this and she said there's music that makes us sway that makes us kind of bounce <laughs> up and down right and when you think about when you listen to different music what the movement is and she said there are there are different things and it does different things to your body and she said she she likes music that makes you jump up and down where I'm a, I'm a person that likes music that makes you sway. And it was just fascinating. There's so much research being done into this. And, uh, and I think that we're going to continue to learn more and more. And one thing else I learned about you is that you're a thin Lizzie fan.
0: Oh come on! Everybody is. You either, are, <laughs> you either are or you haven't discovered the band yet. <laughs> uh, Gord Steinke
1: was telling me that, and I was like, "Oh my goodness! I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't peg you for Thin Lizzy, but that's okay, Peter."
0: Go good. the dark horse. Hey, he sent me um, some of his music that he's played. I was most impressed.
1: Oh yeah. And, and by yeah the way, yeah.
0: That's a glorious thing about this. You find out a whole other dimension to somebody, and and I'm not suggesting, by the way, that music is everybody's thing. There will be some people listening to this and thinking, "Well, I like books, but I'm not crazy about music," or Mm -hmm. you know, painting is my thing, or whatever it is. Just that thing to to round us out.
1: Yeah, I- interesting stuff. When uh, when all is said and done and maybe Gord's band is back together and performing, we'll have to go out and tip a couple back. Dr. Brindley, thank you for all that you do, and thanks for your thoughts on this. It was nice to talk about something a little different than uh, the nuts and bolts of COVID in the hospital. I appreciate your time, as always.
0: Tweet in those eight songs, everybody. I'd be fascinated to find out. But warmest <laughs> regards to everyone, and tonight, go us.
1: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you mine coming up. All right, if you want to tweet at Dr. Peter Brindley those uh, uh those eight pieces of music or albums that um, either have been getting you through the past uh, year or that are your all-time faves, that if you were you know stuck on an island that you would want, you can tweet him at docpgb at docpgb. Doc he loves it when he gets texts from Chedville.